1: I don't know why I came here tonight. something Something ain't right.
2: My TV tonight. I think that uh, we came here to
1: talk about Grace and Frankie. What up? Hi, guys. This is AfterBuzz TV. And we are going to talk about Grace and Frankie on Netflix. We are getting down to the wire. Mm-hmm. We're doing episode 11 and 12 today, The Secrets and The Bachelor Party. We've been waiting all season for this. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website. And here with me, we have...
2: I am Lauren LeGrasso. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lauren LeGrasso. I'm sorry. That's not even true at low, low, low grow, And then facebook.com slash Lauren the grass. Don't trick them low. I don't want to trick them. I want to, I want to keep them in the fold. And yes. with that being said, we want to engage with you guys too. Yes. So if you could, if you have like three minutes, just go to podcast one.com. There's a really quick survey on there. If you guys just take it, it would really help us out. And when you engage with us, we engage back with you. We listen to what you have to say, and we are always trying to make our show better. So help us do that. We really appreciate you.
1: It's a team effort. It is. We're all here. Together, teamwork. We're all in this together. And, so are Grace and Frankie, and so are Grace and Frankie. Mm-hmm. And we've been seeing them get real close. Yeah, we've been seeing in the in these last two episodes. They really talk about their friendship and what kind of friends they are, and it's cute. And uh, the first one, they deal with a, a you know a real friendship issue. Girls deal with this stuff all the time. We gossip to each other. Mm-hmm. We like to talk to each other about like. You know, juicy things that are going on, like I may have just showed Lauren a text from a boy that's super cute. I mean, and we're like, ah, that's what girls do. And so we're getting to see them do this. And, uh, you know, Grace is in a relationship. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, exploring her, her, Boundaries with guy and with the conv- Connie the convict.
2: Connie the convict. That's what I was calling him before I knew his name. Yeah, wait,
1: what is his name? Because i never- Byron, Byron, that's right. Which
2: is weird because he's such a sexy, sweet guy. And when I think of Byron, I'm like, oh, I'm Byron and have like glasses. Totally
1: and think of like a wiry, nerdy guy. Yeah, yeah. Byron's not like a sexy guy. No. What should his name be?
2: Mm. Heath. Yes, Heath. I think his
1: name should be Heath.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. Heath bars are delicious, so I'm <laughs> down with that. He's delicious.
1: <laughs> good call. Yeah, he. You know, um, we're we're getting to see we're getting to see Jane uh, Jane's character get a little risque. I kind of like it.
2: Oh yeah, I like her with uh, Connie the convict, aka Byron, because she doesn't have time to think with him. With oh no, guy, there's a lot of time mm-hmm. to think, and it's very pleasant. Totally, but with Byron. Mm. It's very hot. What do you think he's trying to represent? I think okay. So l-
1: let's think about this now. I didn't think about this mm-hmm. until right now, but I feel like they're they're in the story for a purpose. So right, um, I I always do that. What are I these do claws? Where are these claw hands right here? Maybe <laughs> well, you're not trying so to much. like weigh. I was your trying options. to like say that guy was over here and Byron really? was over here, but. Maybe, for those of you who are listening, I make these really weird hand gestures. I'm just going (laughs) to stop. I'm Italian. I can't help myself.
2: Listen, we got two Italians here. That's right. With very similar names.
1: We do. We're both Lauren and we both have Italian sounding last names that start with L L L.L. in the house. L.L. in the house. Um, So I feel like maybe they're supposed to represent like two sides of her sexuality maybe or something like one is this like burning passion that she's trying to find just being like a sexual woman again, because Mm -hmm. even though she was married up until not that long ago, she wasn't, I am not getting the impression very sexual with her husband. Although I feel like Frankie was, they still like dabbled and had sex. I feel like grace and Robert just didn't.
2: I think grace and Robert were pretty celibate at least toward the end there. Yeah. Like AKA the last 20 years or for for the last (laughs)
1: just short 20 years. Yeah. So I think, yeah, maybe, you know, Byron's supposed to bring that out on her and and Guy might be there trying to help her have, like, an emotional relationship again. You right. Know what I mean, it's like the emotionality and the sexuality. Now we got to find how they're going to mesh together.
2: Right. I mean, ultimately, we want to find a guy that encompasses both. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times... Women and men go for like dating a bunch of different people at once to try to fulfill all their needs when really we should just like not settle and look for that one person. We should
1: not settle. We should find someone that encompasses them all, but sometimes they don't. So then I think maybe that's why you go stray out. You're like, okay, well, this guy's Mm -hmm. really fun to go out with or this guy's fun to talk to or, you know, this guy's helping me hang my TV because he's (laughs) strong. I don't know. And you all have (laughs) purpose. You all have purposes sometimes.
2: It's true. The goal is to find a guy
1: that can hang a TV and watch a romantic comedy with you. Yeah. Where are you? Call me. me right now. Right now.
2: They could call right they now. They could call. It's 4242561729. Yeah.
1: I don't know how I always remember that number but I do. She's got a killer memory, folks. I <laughs> selectively have a killer memory. So, Grace and Frankie... Okay, so we find out that, you know, uh, Frankie walks in on Grace and Byron, like, madly making out.
2: How funny was that when she was hiding behind that creepy clown picture? Which was Byron's picture, wasn't it? I I think, was she bringing it to him or something? It may have been Byron's picture, I think it was hers because I remember in a previous episode, Saul and her were talking. He's like, oh, that's different for you. I like it. Oh, maybe. You're right. So I think that was her creepy clown. I think it might have been her Mm -hmm. creepy
1: clown. But right before that, we are seeing, um, Guy come in and, and Frankie's sort of like, you're always here. And he's, you know, eating their food and puts his shoes on the counter and he has the ambient eating problem. And so we know he's there and he just left. And then Byron comes in, grabs her, whisks her, makes out with
2: her mm-hmm. because we see, we see Grace and, and Guy kiss and it's like, you know, it's the, awkward, honestly. Totally. I mean, it, it makes me feel weird sometimes. I like yeah. the dance moves, yeah. you know, that they have together. But when yeah. they kiss, it feels a little bit forced. Stiff. I'm rooting for it, because he's such a good guy. Totally. But it doesn't feel... It just. It doesn't make me feel the way I feel when I see her and Byron kiss. Well, I think it's obviously, I want to say it's an actor's conscious
1: choice, because right. she, you know, the end of the episode, kind of, we get there with that. We We oh, wonder yeah. what she's thinking, and we'll get there. But, so... So then we see, you know, Byron and and Grace making out, and Frankie sees it and is like, oh my gosh, you have to tell me everything, and I thought this was a cute moment, speaking of friends, Mm -hmm. how she's like, I thought we were those type of friends, and you know what? I kind of thought Grace was going to be, like, shut down to it, but she really opened up and was
2: like, let's talk about everything, and I thought that was cute. nice. Yeah. I love that they were having the talk that you usually have in a relationship when you're like, okay, we're serious (gasps) now, but as friends. That's right. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. They had the, like... Like we're we're exclusively B- bffs now they did that was cute it was really cute and um I don't think that she's necessarily there with grace that is with her male relationships but she is there with Frankie which is cool yeah mm-hmm. I, I think it's hard for her to
1: open up in general
2: I feel oh, like yeah. so
1: you know it was cute to see them open up like that and then I don't know I think I was a little surprised when Frankie called Saul and was like dishing to him and only just because she's in the recent past, tried really hard to not contact Saul, and she was even doing—wasn't she doing the the thing in the beginning of this episode where she was trying to—or um, was the that the next, next episode? episode? I always do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. But she has, up until this point, mentioned you know wanting to distance herself from him, right. and we're not going to just call each other, and we're not—we're not just going to drop in anymore. So I
2: was like, oh, she's calling him. Like maybe she's. I think she let her emotions get the best of her yeah. because it seemed like she was totally trying to one-up him. Like, oh, you think you're going to have a bachelor party and you're going to be, like, tasting hors d'oeuvres and doing all these things? Well, let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm watching a convict make out with Grace. Okay. Because so, she yeah. kept, kept saying, like, things are exciting here, too. You're not mm-hmm. the only
1: one with excitement. Right. And then when her son called, she was like, oh, I'm having a party, too. I love how she was like, <laughs> Kevin, is that you? Where's Kevin? Oh, there you are. That was Aww. That made me laugh.
2: Out loud, which me too. is so. I love that. I love that the show makes me do that so much, and it gets better and better every episode. I feel like I'm falling in love with this show. Totally. I, I feel like it might be the one. I did. It <laughs> might be the one. We
1: have a match. We everybody, have a match. we in have heaven. a match. You know what? Also, might be the one for you. What? Let me tell you, please. A Mazda.
2: Oh yes, beautiful car.
1: Love those cars. Last time we had Jen in the studio, she was talking about her Mazda. I got something to say, guys. You know, we we really want to take, you know, time to thank our sponsor, Mazda, and they really, they have a really important question for you, and you can answer this too if you want, Lauren. Okay. Does driving matter to you? Absolutely. Obviously, we live in LA. It matters a lot to us, and everyone all over the world with a car. There's over 4 million miles of road in the US to find out, and that's a lot of ground to cover people. A lot of highways, freeways, wrong ways, and long ways. And trust me, I take the wrong way quite often. <laughs> they're, uh, they're all waiting to be driven on. And so we'd like you to, you know, take that left turn at Albuquerque or just keep going. Which one do you want to do? Do you want to wake up early on a Sunday morning for a drive before all the traffic does? Because I don't like being stuck in traffic. Or do you take the long, winding road home for a change? That does sound kind of nice, doesn't it? Especially if you're in a Mazda. So if driving matters to you, just get out and drive. Why? Because Mazda is awesome and because driving matters. It does. And... We love the Mazda commercial. We talked about it last time.
2: Yes. It's got heart. You got to check it out. If you like Grace and Frankie, you like things that make you feel all kinds of emotions, you're going to like the Mazda commercial. You will. It's so cute. Just watch it even if you just... Now you need to know what we're talking
1: about, so you have to watch it. You have
2: to watch it. Tell us how you feel about it. Tweet at us. Let us know. Let us know. Hey, uh, I like this... I got to say this one line. He goes... um, Grace was talking about how they kissed before. Mm-hmm. So she said, oh, oh, this is so funny. And it reminded me of a Friends episode. Yes. Yeah. So she goes, uh, Oh, we kissed before. We were just saying goodbye. And Frankie says, Goodbye. When was hello? It reminds me of over me. Not When were you, you under me? me
1: when Ross said that? It so was. That was so cute. Yeah. I loved it. You're I felt like it was a throwback. Me? When were you under me? Yeah. Oh, Ross Geller. Ross and Rachel. Ross. Do you, who's like Ross and, I think like I think Grace and Frankie are like Ross and Rachel. Like I feel like they're like that. Like you just really yeah. want them to like be together and like become one, like become work a team. It out. Yeah, work it out like Ross and Rachel. They don't need to <laughs> go on a break though. They don't need don't to go on, on a break. break and they stay sh- together. And I really don't think Frankie should write a seven-page long letter about how everything. Remember that episode? That was so funny. Mm, yeah. No no long novels. no long just you know we just want to hear you guys talk and they did a lot of that this episode. It was great. Um When Guy found out, I knew that was going to happen, by the way, when, when you know, I think that was obviously towards the end, but how did it get back to, I'm trying to remember how
2: it came full circle and how it got back to grace that Frankie... Because she was calling Robert about something. She was calling Robert and he was like, you know, you've created a lot of trouble here with your convict kiss. She's like, what? You found out? Yeah. And then she got upset with Frankie.
1: She got upset with Frankie and Mm -hmm. Frankie was very apologetic.
2: Yeah. And
1: she obviously felt really bad and was like, look, I have a big mouth. And guess what? Like, people do stuff like that. All of my friends have different like idiosyncrasies that are like, okay, that's, that's cute. Sometimes, sometimes it's annoying. Whatever. I do it too. And there's been plenty of times where I've been like, oh, like I've done something unintentionally that's the worst
2: feeling in the world. For sure. When you've hurt someone and you, you can't take it back because you, you didn't mean to do it. Of course, you apologize right. for it. But it's just such a, oh, I hate feeling I like know. I've hurt someone.
1: I know. I know. It's not a good feeling. But what I like about what Frankie did was she was like she admitted her flaw. She, she owned she's like, it. I have a big mouth. I'm sorry. I did not. And, like, look, it happens sometimes. Like, is yeah. that really the only... I'm sure Grace has told a secret before. Like, everyone can understand. But she's, you know, clearly... She's feeling bad about what she did. And then, of course, Guy walks in and overhears mm-hmm. her saying, you made out with a convict or something. At and 4
2: p.m. Yeah. At <laughs> 4 p.m. So random.
1: What a random hour to be making out with people. Who does I know. that? Wouldn't mind it. Just kidding. I mean, <laughs> me either. It's past 4. It's 6... 18 but we, we can make out with people if it's available. Too. Yeah. we are available to make out with if you would like or or not or we, we can just us. yeah we us. can just talk about it. That's what <laughs> we do. We like it. Um but yeah, no. So we, I felt really bad for poor guy. Yeah. He was so defeated. He was like he, like, walked away with his tail and his legs. Yeah. He's
2: very earnest.
1: Very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you got to feel for him. Coach. He wasn't, like, the powerful coach I'm used to seeing, Craig T. Nelson.
2: I have to check that out. That was a TV show yes. in the 90s? I think it was, like, late 80s late 80s. 90s. Okay. I got to check that out. I've been hearing people talk about it this week. So He
1: was, he. I mean, he, he is kind of like a, he is who he is. So I'm sure, you know, when you see him act, he's being Craig. Right. But So there's, that is the same, but he was like, you know, he was a co- he was a basketball coach for, I want to say a college or something. I forget what exactly it was, but yeah, he was like in charge. He was like a guy in charge. He was, he had a really commanding voice and he was like, he took control. He's a big dude. I mean, you can tell by looking at him. He's very imposing. Totally. So Mm -hmm. he was that tall. That guy, but he had a heart. It was a sitcom. So of course he had a heart. He had a soft spot and you see it a lot more here now. Like the the person that we were all used to watching, the, the character that made him famous is different than this. Yeah, Um, But, yeah, I felt so bad for him. I did, too. And... That has to be a sinking feeling. Totally. And Grace tried to explain, but, you know, he left. He needed time. But then he came back and explained why it was bothering him so much.
2: And he drops the L-bomb. He dropped the L-bomb, you guys. Did you, in your whole life, ever have someone tell you that they loved you and you couldn't say it back? Have you ever? No. It is you 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 are you feel like a terrible person. I
1: mean, I've had someone like be like I really like you and I was like I just think of you as a
2: friend, but that is like times a million. But that's great that you were able to say that. I used to have oh. a boyfriend who's very sweet. The nicest person in the world. He's very much like coach, like just yeah. kind of like yeah. went with the flow yeah. and was always there. But he would tell me he loved me and I'd pretend like I didn't hear it. Like Grace And I look back on that and I'm so. How old were you? I was 20. So you were young. Yeah, but I feel like she's living her second, you know. For sure. Not childhood, but adolescence, yeah. like early twenties. Right now, yeah, she is. So I feel for her. That's a terrible position to be in, and I you, know. you can't help but be a jerk in that position. Oh, it's like they're setting you up for disaster right mm-hmm. away. I feel like it's. I mean, look,
1: you feel how you feel, but I think it's better to like, you know, that's kind of like proposing marriage to someone when you have never talked about if you want to get married or, you know, it's like. It's right. a big risk. It's like buying an animal for someone who's never said they want a puppy. Like you can't. That's I, a life. I think that like you know telling someone that you're having really strong like you maybe organically lead up to it in conversation. Mm-hmm. I would like that. Like you know I really care about you or you know like there's a look you can give and then maybe eventually when they do spring the L word, it's not like whoa where'd that come from? Because you know? they even have the talk about being exclusive? I it mean, doesn't seem like they no. have, which is why she, I don't think Grace felt all that bad about like making out with this guy because she's like well. Well, I mean, you know, we're not married. Like, you right. know. she shouldn't feel bad about it. At no, least. I, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't think she should have either, but clearly she explained herself and felt bad that he felt bad. And then he drops the L bomb on her and she's like, hugs him. That was her response. Yeah,
2: She didn't even kiss him. I it noticed that hug. too. It was a hug and it was a kind of a bashful, like friendly hug, mm-hmm. not a passionate one yeah, at all. It was like, hi. It didn't yeah. give me a lot of confidence for their future. No, 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 It didn't.
1: It made me a little sad. And then, you know, uh, yeah. We we get to, you know, kind of hope and see where this all goes. But, you know, they always end the episodes with them, Grace and Frankie, like, together usually. I'm trying to remember because I watched two in a row.
2: How did this one end? This one ended with Grace and Frankie talking about Frankie revealing the secret. Yes. And Frankie was trying to make her feel better. So, you know, like, when something happens, they're like, you can punch me if you want. It's that kind of thing. So, she's like, Okay, I released a sex tape with Saul that's right, back that's in the right. 80s. It Here it tape. is. Yeah. You can watch it if you want. You can release it. Um, I
1: like that she was like, we need a VCR yeah. to watch this. <laughs> Together. Together. And she's like, I'm absolutely not watching this with you. And then I mean, she admits that she made out with a monkey. And then it was an actual, like, the band member a Monkey.
2: Oh, it was? Yeah, she said... I totally didn't, didn't catch on to that, unfortunately. She said, yeah,
1: she said it was the, um,
2: <laughs> it was, what's his name, whatever his name was. Davy and Jones? Did she say Davy Jones? I, I don't know. The, I don't I think mean, she did. I mean, obviously, I didn't even catch that it was a band. I thought she literally made out with a primate, I so. thought that's what they were trying to do, because right. it sounds like something she would do. Right. But they, then she
1: said, and it was so-and-so, a name that I'm not familiar with from the monkeys, and, and I think Grace said, well, he's not even the cute one. Uh, so it must not have been Davy Jones I don't know who it was but um
2: so then okay so I don't know did we did we cover everything from that one I think we did I think we gotta talk about the subplots in this one though because um, what else was happening this one I watched the show you guys I
1: swear I'm just like my brain is scrambled between the two episodes Oh, I don't know how you people binge watch. I don't know how you do it. It's just so confusing. Well, because confusing. they all
2: blur together when you they binge watch. They
1: all blur together. So
2: this, I think, is the one where they were, um, the two guys were choosing what her to have, and it comes oh. out that, because of the kiss, that that's why that created right. all the hubbub. Because of the kiss, that's we find right. out that when Saul and Robert were on a break, mm-hmm. Robert canoodled with their friend Jeff. And by canoodled, she means made the sex. They, yeah. They had intercourse. They had. They made the sex. Yeah, and that is a very uncomfortable situation. Not only because Saul didn't know about it, they but were because, on a break. Yeah, <laughs> they were on a break. Bringing it back. Bringing. See how we did that. But the guys were making hors d'oeuvres for them, so like it couldn't have come at a worse. It was the time. worst time, and
1: and you know Saul's so sensitive. He is, which is cute, but he's real sensitive about it, and it, yeah, it comes out that. Um, you know it's it's okay if Grace made out with the convict she's not married she's you know she can do what she wants and then slowly it leaked out that why is that why have you kissed someone we've only kissed each other and no 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 Robert Robert's a, been kissing Jeffy. Robert had a rendezvous. <laughs> and uh, Jeff and the, uh, the what was the other guy's name? The other, sh- I don't know, whoever. they lovers. They were really funny.
2: Yeah, they were. And I thought they said something very interesting. They said, why would you spend your whole life living in this box of, you know, being straight if you're just going to go into another box once you're gay? Don't you want to yeah. be adventurous? What's the point?
1: Yeah. And I think that um, it was cute what Saul said, and he said something to the effect of, well, I'm, you know, I, uh, oh, well, that was the bachelor party. Never mind. <laughs> I
2: See, thought you were gonna say that was the Bachelorette for that some was reason, it, or
1: the Bachelorette, which is kind of what it felt like. But he did say, just to show you where my train of thought is going, he did say in the next episode he's like, I, you know, I'm gay because I love this man, and so I feel like that's kind of the same sentiment. Like, and that's probably where Saul was coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need, you know, I, I'm not. I don't care about the box. I I, I don't feel like I'm in a box. I just want to be with this person. It's not about, like, now I'm in this boundary and I want to break out of it, but I can't. I think he just... Some people have, you know, different ideas of, of what they like and what they welcome into their lives and what they want, and I feel like Saul is more of a, like, let's be a rule follower, let's like, mm-hmm. stay. I mean, he's kind of hippy-dippy, but when it comes to relationships, I feel like he's very loyal.
2: Yeah, I think he's led by love. Totally. And you he's know. just
1: like, I don't have the desire to do any of that. And if he did, he'd probably act on it, but it has nothing to do with being trapped in a box or not. It's just how he feels. Exactly. Now, you know, it happens to be that box, per se, but I don't know. And and I don't, I, Robert wasn't coming off in any sh- way, shape or form that he didn't want to just be exclusive with Saul. It just no. was this time in his life where he had happened to to dabble a little.
2: They were, did were on a, a break. Dab. He they did a dib a and dab. He didn't do anything wrong. No. It just it came out bad. It did. I think that the thing that Saul was upset about was the fact that he had sat on this for so many mm-hmm. years, not that he had strayed, because it was during a point when they weren't even talking, yeah, right? But but and then Robert did bring up a good point. He's like, well, I could have
1: told you, what was I supposed to do, call you and tell you when we weren't talking? And then right. what was I supposed to do, tell you when everything was good? I mean it is kind of like, a, when do you ever bring up something like that?
2: There's so many of these in this show. Yeah. You know, there's never a good time to bring there's up bad n- news. There's never a good time to bring up bad news. It's, mm-hmm. it's
1: always a difficult thing, but not. it's not to say that he shouldn't have said something. You right. Know, especially if he's then inviting these guys over and they're you know yeah they're close they're besties they even made a, a like blanket statement that we know five gay people and these are two of them right so and that's how we kind of figured out who it was that he slept with but I mean these you know these are like there's close circle of friends they're cooking for their wedding and then of course they talked it out and they came to this like you know this is ridiculous we love each other like they had a little tender moment it was cute and
2: they always work it out really nicely do. they do they're good communicators I like that about them I do too I admire it I do too and then the um, the movie do you remember that with Brie yes That was crazy. Super cute. Really fun. Well, we got to see the,
1: what's he, the accountant? Yes, Barry the accountant. Barry the accountant. Mm -hmm. And I like that, you know, obviously both of the brothers were trying to grill him, and I thought that was cute. Yeah. And the questions they were asking were really funny. Yeah. And then they figured out what was wrong. They're like, oh, you work for her.
2: Oh. Didn't they call him lawsuit waiting to happen? Yes, lawsuit waiting to happen. I love the names that they had for the other people, too. Micro Penis Paul. Yeah. I wrote that one down. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a nice ring to it. It does. It's, it rolls right off the tongue. Right off the tongue. Or not right off the right. tongue. Wouldn't even reach the tongue.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she went there. I did. Everyone, I did. welcome Lauren Thank you. And welcome Lauren. <laughs> yes, we we're here. Hi, call us. Um, yeah, those were cute. And then they kind of harassed him at the end when they had that tender moment, they were kissing and, and he was like, I'm, but it was cute when he said, when Barry said, I'm really into your sister. I yeah, really like I'm her. crazy about her.
2: Cute. Good for Brie. She deserves it. I know. She's fought the battle long and
1: hard. She has. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this could, this one could stick. Could stick. He's not like the dog walker. No, no. That
2: but dog he, walker started out so strong. So strong. And, and he's so He seemed like he was really strong too.
1: Yeah, I know definitely didn't have a micro penis, that guy no Mm-mm. 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 anyway <laughs> back to the show <laughs> so yeah that was cute too and we're getting to see her date well they're all dating everyone's dating yeah it's like a big dating hullabaloo dating fest that's cornucopia of daters oh yes and when you date someone for a really long time and then you get engaged you have a bachelor party and that was the next episode that's Let's so true talk about the bachelor party beautiful people. transition Let's talk about the bachelor party because it was quite the party. And uh, we did talk about how the actor... Um, Martin Sheen was like, I don't want to make a mockery out of this. I support gay rights and I'm not going to be part of a bachelor party that's like with penises everywhere and like this is, you know, and so that's kind of like what this episode was like, art imitating life I think. Maybe yeah. they took that and ran with it and wrote an episode about it because they wanted this bachelor party to be super you know, classy and like it was a party for men to celebrate their engagement and it wasn't supposed to be like this big, you know trashy thing and um, I thought it was funny that Mal came over and was totally like, alright guys, the, we need she was super stressed out party planner her sister was calling her Martha
2: yeah that was hilarious and it's kind of like as in Stuart right yes. yeah. it's kind
1: of like when I plan a party I think oh wow I might be neurotic a little
2: that's awesome though you're really good at it then I,
1: she cracked the whip I mean I'm like that yeah like the cupcake is out of line
2: <sighs> on the plate like fix it Oh my gosh, yeah. you would hate planning a party with me. I don't even see those kind of things.
1: When, when the doorbell <laughs> rang and someone was, and they were early and Mallory was like, what the fuck, somebody's here? No, I hate <laughs> it when
2: people are early. I think that's more rude than being late to a personal engagement. Totally. Yeah.
1: It's like, you're not supposed to be, we are not ready. We need all the time that we can take. I have to line up the napkins. The tablecloths cannot be wrinkled. What do you think you're doing coming here early? I've clearly been in this position before. Yes. It's true. Totally. It's a, I stressed it's very out for her. She had to leave. They're like, you got to go. Bye. Yeah. He's like, I got to go. I have kids to take care of. And of course, the party was too stuffy. Mm-hmm. And then the guy shows up from Utah. And we knew something was going to yeah. come out of
2: that. He had bad energy. Bad As people energy. would say out here.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His
2: energy was no bueno. No bueno. You and could then, tell he was a judgmental Sally. Judgy eyes all mm-hmm. over that guy. Judgy Jerry. Judge Jerry Judge. I I don't know what his name was, but we'll call him Judgy Jerry. I may have written it down well, somewhere, but I didn't like him, so I may not have yeah, I may just, not have dignified him with a name. Mm-mm. He didn't deserve it. Um
1: and then the B like plot line was is that um They were, Grace and Frankie were going to have a fun night out because Mm -hmm. they really needed to get out and just, like, let loose. And, you know, Grace really came to Frankie's rescue. She was trying to get rid of Saul. She was doing the whole talking on the iPhone saying, this is day seven. I'm taking my ring off. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Grace sees that she's, you know, feeling down and says, you know what, Guy can wait. She had some plans with Guy. Let's go have a fun night. And Frankie suggests the yes night. That is such a cool idea. That is... Dangerous.
2: It seems dangerous,
1: but it seems fun. They too. bought a Del Taco franchise because they had a yes night. Her and, and, and Frankie Saul. and Saul. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? And then when you're like with someone who knows like what you won't do. Like if I was out with one of my best friends, we'd be pushing each other all night. Like eat that. Like she was making her eat lamb, and Grace yeah. is making Frankie eat lamb. She's a vegetarian. Like There's rabbit, I think, or rabbit. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> Something they were getting random. lamb skewers too, and stuff. it was just anyway. It was it was really funny that you knew where they could kind of go with this.
2: Mm-hmm. So they start out by dressing each other. Hilarious, so funny. I really didn't see um, Frankie going that far with Grace. I thought she'd dress her in some weird flowy dress. Totally, I, thought she was I didn't think look like that a blue hair was going to come. He- yeah. <laughs> It was interesting. I thought she was gonna be like hippy dippy,
1: but no. She they you know, they really went for it and they went to this bar that Frankie like used to love and it was like kind of just grungy and, and a dive bar. Yeah, dive bar, and mm-hmm. then when they got there she was really disappointed about how like they were fake. What'd she
2: say? They were fake. She just started yelling, yeah. fake, fake y'all, yeah. fake here. I love it. Do you ever feel like that when you go to a club, especially here Not in LA? In LA. <laughs> what? You look around and it's like everyone's just like insecurely judging everyone else and trying to see if someone's looking at them so that they can look at the other person It's and it's a weird vibe and people also like trying
1: to make you think they're something they're not. It's like the story of everyone's life here.
2: Right. It's, anyway. it's a tough road, but I totally felt that. There have been times when I've wanted to scream out those very things, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the balls. So well, You could live vicariously through Grace and Frankie. I did. And what I really lived vicariously
1: through was when they got up on the bar and started dancing. That was killer. I thought the night was going to go south, and then they brought it back. You know what I mean? They oh, were yeah. kind of like getting a little weird with the like, oh, I don't want to do this, and Frankie was feeling down about the bar, and then they picked it up. They mm-hmm. got on the bar, and they danced to to the window to the wall. I'm like you could not be dancing to a better song right now. They
2: were getting down pretty low too. They were I was getting worried low. for their
1: hips. I thought somebody was going to maybe break a hip. Yep. But also, while we're talking about dancing, you guys, you have got to know you need to know about this. Dance Battle America, it's ABC's newest competition special. It is brought to you by of course, our boss lady, wonderful producer Extravaganza owner creator of all of what you see here maria Menunos and dancing with the stars julianne huff mm-hmm. and you guys if you saw if you follow maria or julianne on instagram or derek or any of that crew from dancing with the stars you saw like a couple of the past christmases maria has done dance dance wars or dance battles with you know she'll she'll challenge like Julianne and the Julianne will challenge Derek and you're kind of like going through this little Instagram rabbit hole watching them all dance and they're just those short little videos but Mm -hmm. they really like go for it. They're crazy. They totally go for it. Maria puts on like wigs and like everyone's like, I mean, there's like drones flying up in the air (laughs) to get like overhead shots and like, they're all amazing dancers. It's fun to watch them like in their homes with their friends dancing. You feel like you get an inside view. Totally getting an inside view and so once that started kind of getting like a craze and we started to see like Kate Hudson was doing it mm-hmm. and Amber Riley was doing it and the, and then it just got out of hand now this is like the, the craze has begun and everybody wants to be a part of it so now the ladies they're challenging everyone in America to battle it out with this chance to fly to LA and compete in the dance show I'm like, I, can I do this? Can I be a part of this? I hope so. So, if you guys are thinking like I'm thinking, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. It is, and you want to be on, you know, this this show and have a chance to like have a dance off, go to www.dancebattleamericacasting.com. dot com. There's more information about how to submit a video and all of the above. And you guys, don't worry, you don't have to be like dancing pros, like. You know, Julianne Maria was on Dancing with the Stars. She became a pro. You don't have to. You just need to like have fun mm-hmm. and and just be yourself and be silly and just go for it. Like dance like no one's watching. Basically,
2: leave it's it all, all on the dance floor. Leave it
1: all on the dance floor. So you guys don't forget to submit your videos. Dance Battle America Casting now. Don't wait. It's going to be awesome. You need to be a part of it, and then you can thank us for sending you there. Yep, when you win
2: we'll be waiting for that thank we'll you we'll be waiting note. for that and and maybe i'm going
1: to be part of it and i'm going to beat everyone because <laughs> i'm weirdly competitive and i like to dance but seriously doesn't that not sound so fun i'm like it dying over like it so much i like fun. want it all to happen now like i want people to come in and start dancing flash somebody flash mob us
2: ah uh, i would love that right now i always say dancing is my non aspirational
1: passion but that's so weird i always say that to him like really? if i could have like i would have never done it but if i could have become a professional dancer somehow oh, i yeah. would have. i love watching ballet and like i love watching ballroom dancers there's just not, or any type of it's dancing amazing really amazing the
2: stories people can tell with their bodies I, I know what it's supposed to look like but my body just can't quite get and there like how
1: do you make your leg when you point your toe it looks so much better than when i do it i know not fair yeah. but Next Gra- life. but grace and frankie looked pretty awesome on the bar though they
2: looked awesome i think they should do the dance battle for i think sure. they
1: should do the dance battle and did
2: you did you watch the office at all no, not like a not, lot. Okay, Creed was in it and I just had to give a shout out oh, to Creed. Which one was he? He was one of the guys who had hit on her um, oh, on the right. girls and okay. sent them the whiskey. Cute. Um but he was so cute and he actually looked very attractive. So Creed, if you're listening, hey. I see you. <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah, I did not watch
1: that show, but that's fun when you see little cameos, obviously. Oh, they, I The show is full of them because all of these actors are very seasoned and amazing. Um, but, yeah, so they, they're dancing on the bar. They're having a good time, and then they leave the bar feeling great. They yeah. leave the bar on an They get an kicked out. They get, oh, that's right. They
2: dance. Actually, and I know that guy who did the cameo. His name's David. Oh. He's awesome. He's a really great actor. The one that actor. kicked him out. The guy he kind of like, looks like David Schwimmer. I don't totally, know if you noticed that. It's totally random. reminds me of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it was, it was cute to see them like happy and you know, then they're on the the corner waiting for their cab and kind of just having their, their moment. But we'll get back to that very end in a second because the bachelor party is still going on and Mm -hmm. it's going awry real fast. Everyone's bored. Of course, the, the two gay guys that are their friends give the standard like, we were supposed to go see Barbara Streisand tonight. <laughs> we had tickets too. And everyone's kind of just like meh and you know they realize they they need to save the day and Bree is like the fun girl. Let's call Bree because clearly Mallory made this party boring. Right. And it's it, too classy. It's too classy. It's frigid. And uh and you know so Bree tries but she the only thing she could really do at the 11th hour was get a mechanical penis. For the front yard,
2: yeah, I called it a mechanical penis bull. Oh, I like, yeah, yeah, that's good because it was supposed to be like a bull, but you you just ride the the penis. penis. That's what they were doing <laughs>
1: on the show. We're not suggesting yes. that. That's, I, I would have 100% thought that was amazing if that was at, like, a bachelor party or a bachelorette party that I was at.
2: That, it was such a jarring thing. So funny. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, everyone's freaking out about
1: it. The neighbors are going to freak out. The the boys don't like it. And then it sends Judgy Jerry. Judgey Jerry. Into a tizzy. hmm He, and this was a very good moment. Because he's Oof. like, you guys, he dropped the F-bomb which I don't like to say. The truly offensive F-bomb. And he... But they, it was put in the episode for a good purpose. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he called them a, derog- a derogatory name. And I love that Robert just was like, you... I kind of forget his rebuttal. Like it was for a great word, word, one, but he, but
2: he was ready to punch him. He was
1: ready to punch him. him. And he, you know, he just... He gave it to him. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, I... I'd been waiting to say this to you. Or you could tell it was built up anger, and he just kind of let him have it. And then when, you know, I remember out loud going, yeah! Yeah And then, you know, they got him out, and then it was very cute to see Saul being like, that was hot. Yeah. You almost punched him. Then they made out. Mm -hmm.
2: It's been a good couple of episodes for making out. Getting
1: real sexual up in here.
2: I loved, well, I didn't love this, but I always find it really offensive when people say your lifestyle choice. I think that's so demeaning. And that guy said it. And that that on top of the F-bomb really put me over the edge. So I was so glad that Robert, who'd kind of been kissing this guy's butt for the whole episode, yeah. stuck up for mm-hmm. who they are and mm-hmm. for their love. Because it's true. And Saul was kind of like, why
1: is this guy here? He's so, like, ugh. Like, Saul had a bad feeling about him anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, it was nice to see, you know, that moment where he was like, okay, enough. Like, I have a line. And you just crossed it. Right. And when you do, you hurt someone that I love or me or whatever. I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. And I like that, yeah, they that this is where... You know Saul made that comment about like I chose this this lifestyle and him because I love him not because I'm gay or because I think he was making a comment about being like a gay man and having this sexuality and then being like flamboyantly gay and how Mm -hmm. he had a problem with how they were being flamboyant all of a sudden. And so I think he that's where Saul um, you know sort of just said well this is just what I choose because I love this
2: man it's not because you know I'm gay or not gay it's just mm-hmm. him and this is who I love and it was just a nice moment it's a good lesson for anyone that has somewhat of a close mind to realize it's
1: about love for sure it's mm-hmm. not even about like men or women it's just mm-hmm. about loving and caring about somebody and, and um, it was it was a nice gratifying moment too because you didn't
2: really like that guy. Judge no, Jerry had to go. He did and he had to go by the big mechanical penis. He had to walk by and and I felt it. like going bye Felicia. Bye
1: Felicia. Bye Felicia. See you never. And I like that Bud was like riding the mechanical penis. That was hilarious. Oh my god. He was, and he was so drunk. drunk. <laughs> he was drunk. He was wasted. He was like, I can't deal with, I got a little nervous because Coyote was there and I was like, he's drinking a lot around us, but
2: you know. He was eating a lot of meatballs though. Mm-hmm. I think he distracted himself from the alcohol with the food.
1: Yeah, I was like, he it's needed good. something oral. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that was funny. And then, um, you know, Bree was like, I just, it was just all re- It was really cute. It was really cute. How was like, I tried. haha." Ha. I like how she really goes for it and kind of doesn't
2: apologize for it.
1: She's just like, right. Oh, oops. Well, that's what they had. Sorry. It's for you. Asked for it. Like, I don't
2: think she even realizes it's something to apologize no, for. Yeah. She's just like, I did what you asked yeah, for. I, I did my job.
1: A mechanical penis. penis. Nothing wrong with yeah, that. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and then, uh you know so obviously the, the show always kind of shoots back in in between grace and frankie and Saul and robert and then we end with grace and frankie waiting for a cab
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they're like i thought it was really cute when she was like so when's this cab coming she's like when we call it yeah
2: and uh well their car had gotten towed yeah. which i'm like are you guys really thinking of driving i hope you're not driving tonight i know good call i didn't so think about that yeah I mean,
1: maybe they wouldn't have anyway, but the car yeah. still got towed they in. They just
2: wanted to see that it was okay yeah, and then
1: take the cab home. And I like that they were kind of just like, this night was disastrous, but it's amazing because they were together mm-hmm. and they, you know, they clearly were having fun. And what was their, like, ending? They always end saying something cute now. I'm forgetting what they said. They said something cute. Something
2: real cute. Something about, cute. like, when the night ends. Yeah. When, when does the yes night end and... Frankie said when they get home I think yeah which didn't look like it was going to happen anytime soon it just looked like they were just like
1: living I like that they're really showing them live life now because it seems like they weren't really getting these opportunities before you know they were staying with these men that they loved and they had no idea that all this was going on behind their back and they were you know they're living life now and it's mm-hmm. really cute even though they're older it's cute to see you know vaginal dryness and all yeah yeah Okay. It's never
2: too late to start. It's
1: never too late to start using yams for vaginal dryness. That's true, and it's never never mind. I'm going to not yeah, say. Yeah, word <laughs> where We've gone off on some tangents. Yes, yeah, it's that's gotten what, really that's wild. What happens when you leave the Laurens in here together? <laughs> this is only water, too. Could you imagine? Oh my Next gosh! Next time is the finale, and <laughs> it's going to go down. It should. We're going to have wine or something. Good. I mean, we're probably going to be watching the wedding. So. Wow, we have to celebrate. We do. It's going to be so good. We Um, need to toast. Speaking of toasting and next time and fun, juicy tidbits, do we have any news and gossip this week? We do. We have a little bit of news. Yay.
2: Could be gossip, too. Yeah. Okay, so there's a guy named Roger Freeman, and he writes for Show Business 411. And he says, quote, when it comes to Emmy voting, Grace and Frankie (gasps) can't be ignored. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin must be nominated for Grace and Frankie. The series picks up around the third episodes, and it never stops. Mm -hmm. Like Veep, this sophisticated humor needs to be recognized. A hundred percent
1: agreeing that it's not a biased opinion I have Talked about shows before on this network and they're good, but you know, sometimes you're not like, doesn't mean they're gonna get an Emmy. Right. This, I totally agree with.
2: This has captured my heart. For sure. I was really nervous on the first episode because anytime you go into a new show, it's not like, know. Ooh, you know, you're dipping your toes in the water. Mm-hmm. I am fully submerged at this point. It's
1: so nice because everybody in this show, whether whatever position they're in, producing, acting, writing, they're all so talented and they all have such an amazing past. It's like you didn't want it to fail either. You're like, right. we're dealing with iconic veterans here like this has to be good and you don't know you still don't know right. something can go awry this i totally
2: agree with yeah emmy all day every day we'll be voting for them yeah I'll, i can't vote but could, i will be sending positive energy to the vote, voters would. yes you didn't know that i'm on the board of emmy givers look at lauren hi emmy board
1: be nice her. to me that's, that's official right. right here bam okay um, let's, let's talk about some predictions. We're getting to the end. Okay. Let's predict. Let's predict. All right.
0: Now, After Buzz TV.
1: Okay, so we know the wedding is happening. Yes. So obviously we're predicting that's happening because that's obvious. I think that there's going to be two things. I think, and it's going to happen with the siblings. I think that, um, Brie is going to bring the Barry. The Barry. Bree and Barry. That's going to be her date. And we're going to end the season with them like totally together. Mm-hmm. So the next season will um, happen. Oh, Grace and Frankie is definitely shooting seasons two and three. Did where did did we... we get a three, two? I, I think I heard two and three. Wow. I knew two. Don't quote me on that, but I swear I heard two and three. Sweet. Maybe I'm wrong. And I I know normally they don't do that, but I thought maybe because it was Netflix. Netflix I swear yeah, I heard that. They can that. kind of make their own rules. I think I heard that. Okay, well, for sure too, but two and three. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see, I'm, you know, I really think we're gonna see Brie and Barry go into season two for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> I think that, um, Coyote and Mallory are gonna kiss. Like, <gasps> secretly somewhere. They're gonna, like, be talking and they're gonna get sweat, swept up in the moment of love at the wedding, and I think they're gonna, like, kiss and then be like, oh my gosh, no. And it's gonna be like a cliffhanger, like, what's Ooh. gonna happen? That's what I
2: think. I hope that happens. Me too. And I
1: hope there's some more, um, Jeff Stoltz in the last episode.
2: I know. I hope so too. I hope so too. I. I mean, I feel like he would be at the wedding. Yeah, he'd be at the yeah, wedding. he should so, be. He should be. Oh man. I okay. I'm gonna say what I hope happens. Okay. I hope that Grace ends up hooking up with the convict again. I hope the convict comes back north. He's, to on, San the Diego. Diego. He's, He's on, on the lamb. He's on the lamb. He's in Mexico, but I hope he comes up, and I hope that they have a very passionate makeup session wow. and maybe more can't get enough of them huh? I can't I really can't I, I, I just think that that's a good direction for her to go in I think somebody's going to go awry at the wedding too well
1: we also have to deal with guy you know she never said I love you back right and that's kind of how the episode ended too. the mm-hmm. the bachelor party that she um, Grace reminded Frankie that right. I didn't say anything back that's what it was that's what it was so that I think we're going to you know maybe okay maybe
2: I'll predict a little extra prediction that she doesn't invite guy to the wedding but I think he will be invited. I think there's going to be an awkwardness oh. there. you know, there's going to be some sort of awkwardness. Yeah. Something's going to go right. Things aren't going to go quite right. right. It's still going to end up being a great day. Yeah, just like Robert and Saul's fights. Yeah, I think something's going to go really wrong, and then they'll come back together and well. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, all those little things and characters meeting and crossing paths in between is going to be. It can get a little sticky, I think. But and I'm I'm really hoping for a cliffhanger into season two. So let's hope for that.
2: Fingers crossed.
1: Yay. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. Uh we will be back next week to talk about the finale. And I think we're gonna have everyone here with us again. We will. So it'll be the, the whole band team. the band will be back together next week. So don't forget to watch us here at After Buzz TV Tuesdays at six. I'm Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. All of the things at Lauren Leonelli.
2: Awesome. And I am Lauren Legrasso. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at lolologro and Facebook.com slash Lauren Legrosso. All right, guys, see you next week for the finale. Yay!
1: Bye bye. bye.